This, I feel like the editing process for this episode is going to be a lot of us just taking out coughing. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Except me. Except you for just Lainey. have to take out me saying dumb things. Which <laughs> <laughs> will be most of the episode. You are the only one who's not sick. We and should. The most we should find say dumb things. <laughs> we should have an episode where we take out the dumb things Lainey says, but we don't th- take out the things that we said around it. <laughs> We should do an episode that's just Lainey saying dumb things. Honestly, it could be like a bonus episode. Dumb Lainey Corner. We could take all of the lines that we've had to cut from Lainey and take them out of context and just put them one right after another on her. I actually think this is maybe the best use of that. I I was going to say that this would be a mini-sode, but actually I think it'd be longer than our regular episodes. Honestly, if you ever wanted to convince me to just stop talking, to like take a vow of silence, it would be to just cut that together and have me listen to it. And I'd basically just be like, okay, never speaking again. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. (laughs) She's like, I will go be a monk somewhere. I guess we don't want that. <laughs> I mean, it'd be pretty hard to have a podcast where Wait, one she person is, going is to just be a silent. I am going to be a monk. Oh yeah. yeah, I will be completely. I'm taking a vow of silence probably for the next year and a half. So <laughs> starting January twenty twenty second, I'm starting my uh, year and a half long vow of silence. I will be here recording. I just won't be speaking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as much as I would like to maintain that. <laughs> I feel like we should clarify. Lainey's going to be around for one more episode. The first episode of our second season. Because this is a season finale right now, you guys. Yay! Yay! We made it. Yeah. So first episode of our second season, Lainey will be here. Then Lainey on January 22nd is going to leave to serve a mission for our church for 18 months. Yay! In Houston, Texas, which is exactly where I served my mission. Yeah, fist bump. We did a fist bump, <laughs> and uh, we're very proud of her, and we're going to miss her, and uh, we're going to tell embarrassing stories about her on the podcast it's when she's not here. Mostly yep. just going to be me embarrassing myself in front of Bible yeah. Belt people. Erin, what's our social media? It is Princess in Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Very good. And Great. do we have an email address? Yes. Yes. Does anybody remember? Princess in another podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Is that it? Okay, good. <laughs> Guys, I just took a wild freaking guess. <laughs> All four of us were like, yeah, that's that's our email, right? <laughs> Probably. I have it on my phone. I have like it, it fact check. Yeah, yeah, it's princess in another podcast at gmail.com. What's last we have we no got? new messages. <laughs> we got one from Instagram. We've People got messages from you Instagram from um from YouTube and uh, someone trying to get us to listen to their SoundCloud. But um, I think they think that we're SoundCloud rappers. Uh, We're going to be laying down some sweet tracks. (laughs) Jensen and I have a seasonal job and we're not really sure when it's going to end. Yeah, we have no idea when it ends. And we're really scared to (laughs) ask. We're scared to ask because we're in too deep, you know? (laughs) Think about it. Think about how awkward this is. You're like, you've got a job. And you're doing your job. Like, think about it if you were the, the boss. If you, one of your workers just came up and said, hey, when do I get to go home and not come back? <laughs> I mean, it could be today if you're lucky. <laughs> like, it's just, it's you kind know, of, there's got to be a not weird way to ask that question. I know. But you're clearly not even trying to <laughs> it's think of no, it's like, <laughs> like, just go up to him and say, Carl, my dude, make sure to put your hand on his shoulder. No, nope. <laughs> like, not going to do that. <laughs> 
and go, hey. Why would I make myself feel intensely uncomfortable (laughs) to make him feel more uncomfortable? This is not, no. It's been been a wild past couple of months. Why are you squeezing my shoulder like that? (laughs) You're like gripping it. Like you're going to fall off your chair and I'm the only thing that's going to keep you from hitting the ground. This is how... You handle your this is this is not a friendly gesture. <clears throat> okay, so you do remember that both of you went through to a drive-through, sat oh. there, no one said anything, and you didn't think to talk into the speaker and say, "Is anyone there?" So no. I don't know if Lainey should be giving advice. <laughs> it's been a wild past couple of months, but like. I gotta go home at some point. Okay. (laughs) I don't really know when that's gonna be. In all seriousness, (laughs) tomorrow, when you go to work, you say, hey, Carl, when's our last day? Uh, Yeah, you just say, I understand. I suppose that that would work. That makes so much sense. If if he looks at you blankly (laughs) and if there's any, like, space in the conversation that feels awkward, then all you have to do is follow it up with, for the seasonal workers. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's okay. all you have to do. Okay. It's just... And then I'll just go, what seasonal workers? <laughs> you weren't here forever. You're here for life. <laughs> we own you now. Never. Did you are know? here forever. If that happens, then you say, okay, cool. I'm going to go down to six hours a day because you don't need me. Yeah. Or it's don't forget you're here remem- forever because it goes to do it for her. I watched that episode of The Simpsons. <clears throat> I know what I'm talking about. Gosh. <laughs> This is the part we're going to edit out. <laughs> this is one of those bits that's going to end up in the Laney episode. Oh, boy. I remember that episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> Almost all of them I mean, are going to be, like, Lainey. trying to prove myself to the universe. Laney, I love that episode. But this has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> you have nothing to do with anything. But you're going to say, I love that about you. I'm just going to take over uh, right now. What, what game did you play to capture the Christmas spirit? And why does that specific game capture the Christmas spirit for you? So I chose Kingdom Hearts 3, not only because it feels magical, but also because I've been meaning to play it forever. And I was super excited when it came out, even though I haven't played the first two games. But, <laughs> like... Cool concept and combine that with modern day gaming and you got yourself something there. Um, But I mean, it's Disney and Final Fantasy characters and your main sidekicks throughout the game are Donald and Goofy. So can you get any more magical than that? Really? No, really. Yeah, really. No, you can't. But (laughs) only on my second world right now, which is Toy Story, but I'm loving it so far. Toy Story 1. It's... The best one. is amazing. And it's when Woody says, you're so focused on the shadow that you forget the light that casts them. Mm. And it's like poetry. Bars. <laughs> like, he just... Woody just, just drops some serious bars. Some real bars right there. And we all... The entire world felt it. The only thing I don't like about it is the gummy ship. Like... Why? <laughs> I couldn't care less. I feel like that annoyed me in the first game, too. Yeah. Like, gummy ship. <laughs> like, like, what I played. <laughs> yeah, from what I played in the first game, I was just like, why is this a thing? And I don't like ship flying games. Just putting in mini games <laughs> to try and get places. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Trying to collect stuff make me even more stressed about being a completionist. Um, but yeah. 
overall, I am super loving it, and I can't wait to get farther into the story. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. just the magic of it all. I know that I said I wasn't going to start any more new games, and <laughs> I was only going to work on my backlog, and I am a liar. <laughs> Same. I started a new game of Dark Souls. <laughs> of all the things to do with my time, I started a new game of Dark Souls. What? And it was honestly because of the text that I got what, from you guys, where you were like, play something that for you embodies the Christmas spirit. And for me, it turns out that's Dark Souls. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And it made me really happy. What new game number is this? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know if Elsa wants to think about that right now. I really... It's like when people ask me how much time I've spent on Skyrim, I'm like, over a thousand hours. Don't don't ask me again. Sometimes like... I think about it and I feel very worried. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those questions you don't ask. You don't ask how some how much someone paid for something, right. if they're going to have a baby soon, well, and you yeah. don't ask how many hours they put into Skyrim. Honestly, though, you're yeah. not playing a game correctly if that's not your initial... Like, you don't initially feel fear the second someone starts asking you about the game because you're like please don't ask me how much i played of it please don't yeah. ask me how much yeah. i don't want to out myself as a nerd to you okay <sighs> don't ask me I'm how always... many copies of the game i have oh god <laughs> seriously, seriously i'm always no. pretty proud of though about the amount of time that i've spent in the thing that's why i'm frequently bringing up that it took me 213 hours to beat assassin's creed odyssey because i didn't fast travel <laughs> uh, jensen kind of takes pride in her nerdiness yes mm. it's I the have... only thing i have going for me in my life you guys <laughs> try to hide it a little bit more but i will say i'm still proud that i'm a completionist when it comes to inquisition and i've beaten that game like three times so that's 130 hours times three and i don't ever change any of the ways i play it i always play as the exact same character every time well in my defense about starting a new game this is the first time i'm playing it on playstation so yeah. that's, nice. so that's it's that, that counts yeah. that counts it's a new experience yeah, yeah. And I'm excited about playing it on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. It's good. I, I mean, I played Demon Souls on PS3, yeah. but this is the first time I'm playing like a Dark Souls game on PlayStation, so it's different. Yeah. And yeah. I'm excited. And then I also went ahead and started playing Layers of Fear too, <laughs> because yeah, I just because survival horror also makes me feel Christmassy. And this Somehow. one is set on a great big haunted ocean liner. Right. Ooh. I mean, which that's like. Those are my best Christmas memories. <laughs> haunted ocean liners. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. that one Christmas where we were on the haunted ocean liner. Don't you remember? I feel like we actually legitimately watched Ghost Ship during Christmas. <laughs> we though. probably did. That probably. movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, Christmas Carol. Oh, there's ghosts in that. Come on. Hey. Christmas at its heart is spooky. Okay. So layers of fear fits. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they have to fit. I think it's it's a personal thing. Why does this personally feel like Christmas to you? It says that in the thing. It personally feels like Christmas to me because... Um, the ghosts. No, actually, it's kind of what Lainey's saying, to be honest. Exactly. I, I hate to validate her, but <laughs> why are you stupid on purpose? Shut up! Gosh darn it. <laughs> Dark Souls is a game that I go back to whenever I want to feel sort of realigned. Like, it's like going home. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I just feel really comfortable with it. It's. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's my favorite game of the decade and all of that. I get it. Yeah. Um, but for... Um, 
Thayer's appeared too. Like that's really what it is. It's the, yeah. it's the spooky thing. It's, it's the spooky. spooky. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. It's spooky. spooky. In a, you know, it's spooky in a Christmassy it's way though. Christmas. I don't know how to describe it. Exactly. Yeah. Christmas yeah. at its heart is a spooky home. But it's a type of spooky. Like it's a certain spooky. Vibe. Spooky ho. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that's spooky vibe. Whatever gets you going. What gets you going? <laughs> anyway, that's all. Okay. Oh, as my grandma said, whatever turns you on. <laughs> Your grandmother your grandma is a doesn't wise lady. <laughs> and your grandmother really just gets she just right to it. Goes yeah, for she it. does. And if she forgot what something was called, she just called it a finger. A finger. <laughs> you know, I wish I could do that. Sometimes I just say the what to call it, and you're like, I don't know what that's called. that is. I don't know what to call it. So I played Assassin's Creed three for Christmas. Um, pretty much all of the Assassin's Creed games remind me of Christmas. I think it's mainly just because they always come out a little before Christmas. And then I end up taking my time on them. And so I'm still playing them at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Um, in particular though, three really reminds me of Christmas because I have distinct memories of taking forever to get through it and still playing it during Christmas. And then, of, the whole, of course, the whole, like, forest and snow. Because, like, you're running around the forest mm. and there's snow everywhere. But I like the third one a lot. I was reminded, though, that Lainey's complaints about the tutorial are pretty valid. Because <sighs> it only took me two and a half hours to get through it this time. But I was careening through it. I didn't stop for anything. <clears throat> I picked up one stupid floating page because I just thought, I wonder if I run in front of it on the ground and climb up a building in front of it if it'll just like come to me and it happened and i was like oh cool why was i always chasing them like an idiot but <laughs> like ben franklin <laughs> yeah exactly like ben franklin but um <laughs> i don't know what you're getting at i just decided I to agree with you don't really know either <laughs> But I just like did the main quests and it took me two and a half hours. And by the end, I was like, just finish. Right? Oh my gosh, I'm so sick of being Atham. I, I just want to be Connor. Yeah. And I I got to the point when Connor is finally being trained by Achilles, like he's about to be trained. <clears throat> and I left the house and it was snow on the ground. And I went, that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go back to it later, but it's good enough for now. I did not mean to kick your knee. I'm sorry. Lady's oh, just crying. <laughs> anyway, the second game probably mm. reminds me of Christmas a little bit more because I have very clear memories of playing that on like during Christmas break and Elsa was on her mission in Texas and she had sent home a CD that switched between Christmas songs, mariachi songs, and Pitbull. I love it. It's and perfect. mom was playing it, and it was just echoing through the whole house while I was playing Assassin's Creed. Pitbull. Nothing to... more Christmas than Pitbull. I just Pitbull? wanted to give you an accurate... Um, the I wanted to give you an accurate feel for what it was like to serve in the Texas Houston mission. That CD should be important to you now. Thank you. I will it. listen to it. Um, really quickly, Aaron doesn't know who Pitbull is. I don't. You know who Pitbull is? <laughs> the artist? You know, the... He was really popular when I was serving my mission in Texas. Kesha. Remember the Timber song? Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's coming down. I'm yelling, Timber, you better move. You better dance. Well, he did the rap. Uh, yeah. Okay. He did the, like... I don't know. I can't rap you. and I don't know the words. I just can simulate the sounds that I remember. 
He was a time and a place. He was. <laughs> when you were singing it by yourself, it might have sounded okay. I don't know why I decided to join in with you and make it sound like the worst thing ever. <laughs> kind of what you do when I sing. Jensen joins in and does it purposefully bad so that I'm like, never mind, I'll stop. <laughs> Well, so every once in a while, my dad likes to sing badly on purpose. Right. And then it's especially funny when he starts singing like, like, just like sounding like an idiot on purpose. That's just how I sing. (laughs) So he was doing that tonight and I was like, dad, that sounds so good. And my mom was like, you know, he was in the tab choir. (laughs) Oh, boy. I was like, I can see. Yeah, it makes sense. He does well on purpose and everything, but he just sort of starts singing opera, you know, Italian opera, like just randomly. For no reason. (laughs) For no reason. Like he'll just walk into your room and sing. The other day he walked into my room and just was singing Prima Donna. And I was just like, I joined in and then he left. And then, well, no, 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 no. You got to tell it correctly because you joined in. And I joined in, yeah. and then we all forgot the words at the same time, and just kind of petered out, and then he just left. <laughs> yeah, there's more stories we could tell, but another stunning another time. interaction with our father. Another time and a place. <laughs> well, <That's> amazing. <laughs> so, for my Christmas game, I want to take you on a little journey oh, no. to a year. That- <laughs> In 2006, I was going to school with all the other kidlets, and we were all super excited because the Wii was coming out. And we were all like, we want a Wii for Christmas. And I was like, heck no, my parents aren't getting me a Wii for Christmas. Because even at six years old, I was aware how cheap my parents were. But they surprised us Rude. that year and got us a Wii. I'm pretty and they, sure they surprised us the year after. Maybe. It might have been the year after. And they got us Twilight Princess they did. with the Switch. And they got it for us for Christmas. So I remember sitting and watching Jensen and maybe Elsa yeah. play Twilight no. Princess. I didn't play it myself because I couldn't do anything. Don't you remember the reason why we had Twilight Princess in Spanish was because Elsa, Elsa was playing was going it on her mission. and she was going to leave on her mission she was learning Spanish. So she played Twilight Princess in Spanish. Yes. So yes. Twilight that. Princess is my Christmas game because of that long, arduous tale. Um, <clears throat> so <clears throat> I played that. And unfortunately, I didn't, didn't have a ton of time, so I was really only able to play until I got to uh, the Ordon village. And she was angry the whole time. I was angry the whole time because I forgot how you're supposed to get the cat back to the shopkeeper lady. I didn't realize that you had to catch a fish, two fish instead of one. It was annoying. But it was still like Christmas. And honestly, the annoyance just added it to it because I always get really annoyed and angry on Christmas Day. <laughs> It's really hard for us here. It's part of tradition to get upset for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, to have a meltdown over something. Your face. What's it going to be this year? Do you plan it in advance? I've always wondered. Yes. This year, I think I'm just going to walk into uh, your room and I'm just going to, like, throw something on the ground and then stomp back upstairs. And you're just going to be like, what? And then later I'll bring it up angrily. Maybe that's why she's been angling to get her hair did. 
Maybe. So she can get angry about Dude, the state of her hair on I, Christmas Day. I need to do. I need to do it. It's so bad. <laughs> I kind of want to get it done um, before the second of January. For context, we've done her hair twice in the last like six weeks, and it just keeps being a really traumatic ordeal for everyone <laughs> it's not involved. Good. Honestly, at this point, I'm just gonna go to a salon and get and, it done. And guys, it looks fine. It looks fine. <laughs> would be cruel <laughs> so i'm a 32 year old lady and um i have given them birthday game assignments so laney how did your birthday <laughs> assignment go what did i tell you you had to play i played detention i made I her remember. play detention i remember <laughs> it detention yes it made me think of other things Namely, a terrible movie I watched called Detention and a really good song called Detention. Um, but the game... <laughs> the game this itself... Has nothing. <laughs> like, what I played from the game, I did enjoy. I liked the puzzle aspects. The puzzles weren't hard, like, hard enough that I was getting frustrated, but easy enough. Like, not too easy that I was like, this is dumb. Um, and I thought that the story was interesting, and I was kind of... Like, it's in Taiwan, mm-hmm. and that was kind of interesting, and how there's this theme of, like, the one security guard who's trying to get the students to, like, rat out each other, being communist sympathizers. It was, like, McCarthyism, but the opposite. to, uh, like, a prep school in Taiwan. Well, not even a prep school. Well, not the opposite. Just a a school. Yeah, it was just a school in Taiwan. Um, And I did enjoy how it starts out. You're, like, just in class, and then you nod off, because, whatever, it's Taiwan, and it's raining, and you're cold and you're sad and you're at school you fall asleep you wake up and it's night and no one is there and it's raining and it's during a typhoon and there's a typhoon warning and you're like it's not even the season for a typhoon and the school's just completely empty and then you it's just it's so strange and I did really enjoy the setup for the story unfortunately I'm a complete coward and a wimp (laughs) so the second that one of the ghosts showed up and it was like I find this piece of paper and it's got like a little cartoon drawing of a child holding their breath and walking away from a ghost. And it's telling you like, when you run into them, just hold your breath Ooh. and walk the other way. And I was like, ah! Like BTs. That's mm-hmm. scary. Yep. And I was like, I don't like that. And then I um, exit out and I immediately hear crunch, crunch, crunch. And I'm like, is that a ghost? Is that the sound that they make? <laughs> and I turn and I start walking the other way away from where I think the crunching is and then it's blocked so I'm like I can't go that way so I turn and I start going the other way toward the ghost and of course it's there and it's eating something off the ground and I didn't even check what it was I just held my breath I backed up and I turned off the game I don't even (laughs) think I saved I was like okay I'm done bye she took the time to hold her breath (laughs) turn off the game she didn't want to get attacked while she was going into the menu So I demanded that she play to a certain part of the game and she refused. But 
I I went upstairs. I meet or well, she was just like, nope, too scared, turning it off. I came downstairs. I got myself hot Cheetos, and Elsa was like, did you run into this thing? And I was like, no. And she's like, you're not far enough in. I'm like, I just turned it off. I don't think I saved. I'm not gonna play anymore. Bye. <laughs> So that was Lainey's attempt to play detention. Look, at least I didn't immediately turn off the second I started, like layers of fear. Which I walked into the room, I looked in one drawer, it was empty, and I turned it off. Just the prospect of being scared that scared you. It's honestly, though, the actual scare is not bad. It's the lead up that's bad. Well, Jensen. What game did I make you play for my birthday? Uh, I played Inside for Elsa's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and Inside is really cool and really pretty. It's got really interesting visuals, and I really liked all the puzzles and stuff. It did freak me out, even though I didn't even run into very many scary things. Um I got to just before the the little girl in the water shows up and mm-hmm. starts dragging her around and chasing you and stuff. Um, I don't even know what she does because I got to an area where there was lots of water and I she could just, like empty it and you. refill. No. Okay. Well, I got to an area where you could empty it and refill the water and stuff. And I messed around with the puzzle there for a little while and then was like, I'm not sure how to solve this. And I'm too scared because I know that girl is going to show up. So I will stop here and I will come back to it later. And then I started playing Kingdom Hearts and I forgot to go back to it. Um, but I did get to that that far, you know, and it was really cool. The deaths are horrific. Yeah. I normally am not like squeamish about that at all. You know, I'm very desensitized. But the I think the first or second time I got killed... Oh, no, it was the first time I got killed by a dog. And I was like, yikes. The dog just, like, ripped my throat out. No. I'm like, the whole game's in black and white and gray, but... And it's kind of... And you're kind of removed from it, yeah. like, at a distance. You're, like, you're far, away. far away. But I was like, but I can still see that that dog just ripped my throat out. And that's really Well, and scary. your little character you're playing as is so helpless. And yeah. he's just, like, little. He's and he just, just flops everywhere. And he doesn't make a lot of noise. Yeah. Like, he's just brutally Ooh. dispatched. Yeah, and there was one time, too, where I was running and a guy caught up to me and he grabbed me and choked me until yeah. I was gone. And I was just like, oh my gosh. holy crap. <laughs> so that was really scary. Nice. And then the part with the pigs and, like, the no. worms coming out of them controlling Stop. the pigs, yeah. that was really creepy. Oh, no. And um, <laughs> it, I, I was proud of myself, though, that I figured out that one pretty quick. Um, I think it was the second or third time. Oh, no, I died twice. Because the first time, the pig got up and started running towards me. And I just turned around and was like, but you're dead. <laughs> and then it, like, headbutted me. And I I thought, I, I was fine at first. It headbutted me the first time and I got up. And I was like, oh, okay. And I started to try and run from him. But he was way too fast. And he hit me. And I was like, what the hell? And then I tried again. And I he just caught up to me really fast. And I was just like, how am I supposed to get away from him? He's too fast. And then I realized you're supposed to like turn and jump over them and then jump yeah. back and stuff. And I got it. But yeah. Um, and then the the part with the chicks where you're supposed to there's like a part where there's a hay bale and you're supposed to knock it off and then climb up and you're supposed to get these chicks to follow you and then get them to get sucked up into this thing that shoots them at the hay bale. 
And I was like, I don't want to do that. I feel bad. They were fine. Yeah. Um, I tested it with one of them. I like, ang- I like timed it so that only one would get sucked up. Cause I was like, what's going to happen if they go through there? Are they going to die? And he got shot up and then he landed and immediately ran back over to me. And I was like, okay, they're fine. Yeah. But then when I did it and I shot him up there after the, they all fell and they stayed, chased me over to push the hay bale where I needed to go. And one of them didn't move. Yeah, yeah there's usually one or two that don't like, move no. after you actually do the hay bale. And I was just like, maybe they're just sleeping. I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like, he's okay. Okay, you guys. He's, he's well, fine. He's just sleepy. That's yeah. a nice game. It's but anyway. done some play over Christmas. Anyway. <laughs> it was for my birthday. It was, it was really <laughs> interesting, Christmas. though. And I like the puzzles. And I will have to go back and finish it. But yeah, I don't want to die anymore because it's really scary. Aaron, <laughs> for my birthday, Aaron, you played. Well, you gave another chance because you played it before a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played Bloodborne <laughs> and I want to play some more, but I, it's a game I don't think I can play by myself. It just feels lonely, yeah. you know? <laughs> like I can just hear men in the background crying in their homes and... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a little too real. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like it's an awesome game. Like I started playing it last night, and Zach was awake and watching me. And then he has a really weird sleep schedule because he can't sleep at normal times, and so he started to like fall asleep. I was like, "No, don't leave me!" (laughs) (laughs) And so I was watching a video on how to do it, and I don't know. I just. I need someone with me. So tonight I would like to play with all of you and have you help me. <laughs> I love that plan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That would help me to be able to be like, oh, that's what you do. Because mm-hmm. what does that sentence even mean? <laughs> I'm, I would like to be good at Bloodborne, but I feel like I'm too dumb to figure it out on my own. <laughs> so I just need to sort of watch someone else do it. I feel like I can be good at it, but I want someone to tell me every every move to make because I don't want to keep dying over and over and over again and having to redo it. So yeah, my, that's part of it. I just feel <laughs> like I'm kind of confused because I feel like I should be good or better at Bloodborne mm. than I am at other Souls games mm-hmm. because Bloodborne rewards like ballsiness. Mm-hmm. It kind of plays more to your natural strength as a player. Which is generally me. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more ballsy and a little bit more like, what the heck? Let's go in for that extra hit. Mm-hmm. And um, Dark Souls doesn't reward that, but Bloodborne does. But for some weird reason, when I play Bloodborne, I'm like way too cautious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'd be happy to to be your company while you play Bloodborne. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I do think it's a game that can get a little pensive and existentially and if you're not in the mood for that, it can be a real bummer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why I listen to a podcast while I play it. Yeah, yeah I, I do too, especially when I'm grinding. Mm. Um, I'll listen to podcasts a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, okay, so for this next part, and also kind of the main part of this episode, Basically, we are just going to share our lists. And I'll go first because <clears throat> I kind of want to explain a little bit about my criteria and then you guys can all kind of do the same because we we were pretty loose about this. We were supposed to use criteria? Well, that's what I mean is that you kind of come up with your own personal criteria, I feel my like. My heart. My heart's desires. Yeah. Pretty okay. much. Um, like, essentially, 
So what we did was we, the, the guideline that we did was that we were going to be ranking all of the games that we personally played for the past year and a few months, basically since we started this podcast. And because uh, this is going to be the end of our first season and it's kind of game of the year-ish. But the thing is, is that a lot of these games didn't come out this year. A lot of these games are just games we played. And we decided that we want to do this because we want to and we can do what we want. <laughs> it's our podcast. Yeah. It's our podcast. So for my list, I left off a few things intentionally that I played this year. And mostly it was games like Stardew Valley or Minecraft or The Sims, where it's like these are games that I go back to all the time and I don't really feel like it makes sense to just put them on my like list every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I tried to stick to the games that I experienced for the first time in 2019 was sort of the way that I worded it to myself. And there's a few games that I left off because I feel like I didn't play them enough. Um, like, for example, Dauntless. I didn't play that enough, I feel like, to, to put it on my list. And there's a few other things that like I just kind of picked up the demo of it and that was it. And I just didn't get far enough with it. So I've limited myself with all of that criteria. I ended up with a list of 27 games that I put on my list. And now I'm just going to go through the list from the ones that I liked the least all the way down to my favorite game that I played. And I'm just going to say one sentence about each of them. 27 WWE 2K20. I recommend actually wrestling instead. 26 Bandersnatch. You can choose your adventure. Kind of. 20, The Room, A Tiny Cute Mystery. 25. 25. Oh, I'm sorry. 25. I've already messed this up. <laughs> it's okay. 25, The Room, A Tiny Cute Mystery. 24, Anthem, my favorite online action multiplayer, which is hilarious because I don't play those. Uh, 23, Don't Knock Twice, Bad Parent Survival Horror. 22, Conan Exiles, Minecraft, but with Beepus. 21, Man of Medan, one of the three best boat-slash-water-based horror games of the summer of 2019. <laughs> 20, Sony Spider-Man, Sony Spider-Man, and I just wrote Spider-Cop. Uh, 19, Daddy Dream Date. I hope Wholesome Hot Single Dad isn't a trope that stays behind us in the 2010s. Oh, I, I want not. more of that. <laughs> it's 18, I know, it was pretty good. 18, Shadow of Mordor. Just play a dubstep mashup of the Assassin's theme and some loader soundtrack rather than my voice right here. We're just gonna edit me out. We're just gonna edit this out of me saying that and just play that. Okay. I'll yes. find it. I'm sure it exists. Okay. And then 17. Until dawn. Stupid, stupid babies need so much saving. 16. Inside. Dystopian puzzly side scroller morphs until eldritch horror puzzly side scroller. <laughs> amnesia. The dark descent. When you have amnesia, everything is a spoiler. 14. Jedi. The fallen order. Um, and I just didn't write anything. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just wrote the yes. It is. I started to think of something that it's. I couldn't. So that one, I just didn't have anything to it's say just about it. It's. Yeah. It's. It's. Yeah. Honestly, it's certainly it's. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, I think what I meant to say is it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. True. Okay. Mm. That's probably what I was trying but to I say. But I mean. Mandalorian, Fallen yes. Order. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. And then 13, Code Vein. Where have you been all my life? <laughs> 12, Fire Emblem. I like turn-based combat now. <laughs> 11, Majora's Mask. I and think I... you said 11 twice in a row. I know, I might have. <laughs> well, 12 was Fire Emblem. 11 is Majora's Mask. An existential crisis for late adolescence. True. <laughs> 
10. Undertale, aggressively charming. <laughs> yeah. 9. Mass Effect, alien dating simulator. 8. Dragon Age, Alistair dating simulator. <laughs> 7. A Plague Tale Innocence, Bibis Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's Gotta say a little more French. Yeah, I, I can't do it. French en French. French. I can't do a French. She speaks accent Spanish anymore. now, Lainey. I speak Spanish now. It ruined every other language. Well, I, I speak ever English. Baby Francois. Baby Francois. Six. Hellblade. Senna sacrifice. I broke down crying, but I'm okay now. Five. Detention. Taiwanese ghosts traumatize me. Four, Death Stranding. It's Fetch Quest, the game, and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> Three, What Remains of Edith Finch, Working Through Family Trauma, the game. <laughs> Two, Devil May Cry 5, Just Leave Me Alone with My Sexy Demon Boys. And number one, my favorite game that I've played all year, Sekido. It's actually perfect. Just so that I don't get confused and I wrote down everything because I saw Jensen writing down everything she played. I'm just going to go with it. No, I didn't write down everything. <laughs> yeah. But understand that because I haven't played some of these enough, they are in lower spots than they probably deserve to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of going with, I don't know, the game of the year feeling of 2019 mostly, I guess. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> For what you've played so far. Yeah. Which, like I said, one of the nice things about this looser format is say... You play another one of you play one of these games in 2020, and you get more of the full experience mm. out of it in 2020. I feel, see no reason why you can't put it on your 2020 list. Yeah, and at that point, adjust its ranking depending. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know. for sure. Okay, so 35 is MLB The Show 19. Is this what hell is like? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 34. Life is strange. No, every teenager talks like this. I promise. Or, this dialogue might be worse than the room. (laughs) You're tearing me apart! (laughs) I'm fed up with this world. (laughs) I think at least the room is actually funny. Anyway, how's your sex life? (laughs) Oh, Mark, what a story. Okay, sorry. Okay, 33. (laughs) Dauntless. This will be more fun with people. Mm. 32. The Sinking City. Awesome trailer, not as awesome gameplay. Mm-hmm. 31. The Liar Princess and the Blind Prince. Insanely cute and I need to finish it. 30. Degrees of Separation. Can't wait for the romantic conclusion. 29. Astral Chain. I have the chain, but will they hand me the reins? Mm. 28. Bloodstained. Ritual of the Night. I want to be a vampire. <laughs> Same though. <laughs> 27, Man of Medan, Subtle Horror Rocks My Socks. 26, Yoshi's Crafted World, Fun and Cute, but Needs More Yoshi's Island Difficulty. 25, Mass Effect, FPS RPG, Why Haven't I Played These Yet? 24, Dragon Age, I Can Talk, Fight, and Sleep at the Same Time. (laughs) For real. Yes. 23, Dark Souls, I Won't Beat This Before I Die. (laughs) 22, What Remains of Edith Finch, a freaking work of art. 21, The Last Guardian, Trico is the goodest boy. (laughs) 20, Code Vein, I can have pink hair and a giant sword. I can have it all. (laughs) 19, Sekiro, Stealth is my jam, but does jam go with spicy Soulsborne difficulty mustard? (laughs) (laughs) 18, Bloodborne, oh my gosh, I'm so lonely. (laughs) (laughs) 
write that? <laughs> um, 17, Kingdom Hearts 3, Wholesome and Confusing AF. That's all Kingdom yeah. Hearts. That's all of yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. No, not the first one. That one's far less confusing. <laughs> still confusing, though, because it's still like, why are there Final Fantasy characters with Disney characters? It was not, not confusing at the time. <laughs> I mean, true. I gotta say, the well, first time I played it, Look, it was not confusing. Can I just it's say, total when sense. I was yeah. a little kid, a little, little, little one, a little one, knee high to a snowblower, Where's the sentence going and can it end? Sometimes I start a sentence and I don't really know where it's going to end. I just try yeah, to find we, my we way know. along. We <laughs> Never mind. But I remember watching it and being like, why are there a bunch of Final Fantasy characters, but there's also Goofy? Does he feel <laughs> self-conscious around them because he's an anthropomorphic dog and they're these beautiful people? I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. <laughs> Let's see. You ignored a boy. Okay, you ignored a boy. <laughs> um, 16, Arkham Asylum, the start of something beautiful. 15, Persona 5, like playing an anime. <laughs> 14, Final Fantasy 15, uh, friendship is manly. <laughs> yes. 13, Assassin's Creed. It's so beautiful, but didn't I already sneak through this fort? Which Assassin's Creed? Oh, there are um, like 14 oh, of them. Oh, sorry. I, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. I was like, so beautiful. The first one? I mean, no. it's okay. Yeah, Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Gorgeous. Mm. Oh my gosh. Uh, 12. And also, yes, you did probably sneak through that fort before. <laughs> Like, it, I'm sorry, it just feels so repetitive. I love it, but, like, every island, it's all right. Like, okay, now go to this fort. Anyway. <laughs> um, number 12, Anthem, Squad Goals and Flying. Mm. 11, Witcher 3, I might beat the game before I die. <laughs> <laughs> 10, Spyro Reignited Trilogy, I feel like a kid again. <laughs> 9, Red Dead Redemption 2, Serving Alcohol is an Important Mission too. okay? <laughs> Number eight, Death Stranding, BB is everything. Mm. Seven, Link's Awakening. Look at his floppy hat. It's so cute. (laughs) It's so cute. (laughs) Six, Arkham Knight. I'm Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Number five, and this happened coincidentally. I didn't mean to do this. Devil May Cry 5. So ridiculous, but so good. Four, Control. Look what I can do. Mm. Three, God of War. I'm not crying. You're crying. (laughs) Number two. Horizon Zero Dawn, absolutely breathtaking in every way. Mm-hmm. Number one, Jedi Fallen Order. If anything happens to BD1, I don't know what I'll do. You will kill everyone in this room. And, <laughs> and then <yourself>. myself. <laughs> I had to really narrow down my games because I play an insane amount of games. So I only had uh, ones that I either finished or played a significant amount of. So I have 33 games on here. Uh, 33, Kingdom Hearts 2. It feels like it was made with absolutely no love. It's a huge disappointment. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jensen's like, there's no love in this game. <laughs> it just, it's it's become more clear to me since playing Kingdom Hearts 3 that Kingdom Hearts 2 was made with no love. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. 32, Lego Star Wars 3 Clone Wars. Um, it takes too long to get between ships. And the strategy sections get frustrating. Uh, 31, Spyro 2, only mildly sucky. Uh, 30, Assassin's Creed, more frustrating than I remembered. (laughs) 29, Saints Row 2, 
would have been higher, but sound er errors resulted in awkwardly silent playthrough. (laughs) 28, Infamous. Evil playthrough is too mustache twirly. 27, Assassin's Creed 2. Still great, but now that I'm an adult, Ezio makes me roll my eyes. (laughs) 26, NBA 2K20. Shocked that I liked it as much as I did. Um, 25, Batman Arkham Asylum. I'm Batman. (laughs) I'm Batman, Aaron. I'm Batman. Oh, bring it. The real Batman. (laughs) What's the... Never mind. (laughs) Uh, 24, Outlast Whistleblower. I just ran the whole time. Uh, 23, Spyro 3. Why is there skateboarding in this? Why isn't there skateboarding in this? There shouldn't be skateboarding in it. You're a dragon. You can fly. He's a dragon. He can do anything he wants. Maybe he likes it. I hate it. Because it was the early 2000s. It's good. (laughs) It's the worst part of the game. And it's a fun game. All right, 22, Dead Space. Not as scary or as difficult as I was led to believe, but I'm pleased with it. 21, Man of a Den. Fliss deserved better than to be stuck with those monkeys. <laughs> 20, Red Dead Redemption 2. Every game should have hair growth. 19, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. This is really only on the list because I finished it. I don't remember the quality of the game. I started it when I was like 15. And then she, maybe? And she played it until the very end, right before you go into the Great Hall. And it's been like that for years. I was like two minutes away from beating it. And those two minutes were a movie scene. Okay. Um, West of Loathing. Oh, wait. No. Wait. Wait, I jumped forward. Okay. 18. 18. Kingdom Hearts 3. Loads of fun. Um, But I could probably do without the whole Organization 13 plot. It's really dumb. (laughs) It's the only thing I don't care for in the game. It's a really great game otherwise. (laughs) I just don't understand Organization 13. 17. West of Loathing. I need more RPGs like this. 16, Far Cry 5. I did testing for this game, you guys. Yay! <laughs> she couldn't tell us when she was doing the testing. No, I couldn't. She was just like, I'm doing something cool. I was just like, cool. I'm doing something for a AAA game, you guys. It's really fun. <laughs> I had to sign one of them NDAs. Yeah, yeah. but it's over now because the game came out. I mean, it's it came out now. like forever ago. It's I've been able now. to talk about it for a while now. <laughs> um, 15, God of War. Boy, 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 boy. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. 14, Greedfall. Spiders wants to be like Bioware, and I'm pleased with the progress they've made. 13, Vampire. I need more vampire games. I I need more vampire games, even more vampire-y than vampire-y than this. But even so, it was really great. Uh 12, Dark Cloud. Its position on this list is mostly nostalgia-based. 11, Ratchet and Clank, just pure happiness and fun. 10, Anthem, my favorite multiplayer. Uh, nine, Headlander. <laughs> Headless hijinks is what I wrote. <laughs> That's some nice alliteration there. <laughs> I thought it was great. Uh, eight, Spider-Man. Web traversal finally done right. Seven, Far Cry New Dawn. Best photo mode. Six, Prey. Solving puzzles as a cup is very satisfying. Five, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Perfect amount of puzzles, but not enough fighting to teach me not to suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Four, Spyro. He's so cute. Uh, three, Control. Amazing. When is the next one? Also, when is the DLC? Also, is Ati God? Probably. <laughs> yeah. God Two... is a janitor, guys. Yeah, he's a, he's a janitor. <laughs> Two, Outer Worlds. Amazing. I wish there had been a third-person view, but otherwise, I got to play it exactly how I wanted. And number one, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. 
almost flawless. Very good. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for my list, I do not play as many games as any of the other people here. So I basically listed all the games I played except for maybe a couple that I don't remember and like The Sims because I'm not going to count The Sims because everyone knows The Sims and everyone's played it. Okay. So starting at number two. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, start from the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I numbered it normally and then I was like, dang it. <laughs> um, so starting with number 26, Madden, I guess. Big oof. <laughs> Uh, Madden 2K20 was uh, a time. Um, for number 25, Assassin's Creed 3. Where do you get to play as the main character? When does that happen? Never? Okay. <laughs> 24, Bandersnatch. I decided to play it. Or maybe Netflix decided because choice is an illusion. <laughs> um, 23, Detention. Spooky. The sudden And then suddenly Murder Cult. <laughs> 22, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Puzzle and Cry. 21, Bloodborne, I Wish I Could Get Good. 20, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Gravity Falls, but the Pines Kids are assassins in Victorian London. 19, Resi 7, Cannibal Zombies with No Manners. 18, Dark Souls, a lot easier once you upgrade your equipment. <laughs> 17, Conan Exiles, Me Like Big Strong Cannibal Simulator. 16, Far Cry New Dawn, a post-apocalypse where the scenes and rave kids have taken over. 15, Code Vein, Anime Dark Souls. 14, Man of Medan, long teaser for Little Hope. 13, Far Cry 5, fight a cult with chutzpah. 12, Fable 3, industrialism bad. 11, Greedfall, colonialism bad. 10, Saints Row 2, strangely fashioned for being set in a time that had no fashion. Uh, number nine, Fable 2, <laughs> Terrible Spouse Simulator. <laughs> Eight, Witcher 3, Grumpy Taken 3. <laughs> Seven, Skyrim, still good. Six, Reckoning, no one knows the trouble I've seen and no one knows about KOA Reckoning. <laughs> Five, What Remains of Edith Finch, Cathartic Murder. <laughs> Four, Breath of the Wild, Princess Mononoke Fan Fiction. Three, Mass Effect 2, Blade Runner Ran Into Fifth Element. Two, DAO, Dragon Age Origins, I will play until the day I die. Number one, Dragon Age 2, Platinumed because with each day I hear no new information about the fourth game, my soul dies a little. <laughs> I so just... I got my first Platinum! Good job! Yeah! I just realized, you guys, that I forgot to put Conan Exiles on there. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where it yeah, was. I, I forgot to put Edith Finch. I had to quickly um, put it in and write a random thing about uh, it. And I was like, first I was going to be like, it didn't cure my depression, but after playing this game, I'm okay with that. <laughs> and now I'm just like, nah, it was mostly cathartic murder. I'm like really mad you thought of the term cathartic murder. Because that kind of... <laughs> right? Isn't that good? Like I thought of it and I was like, holy crap, this is why some people think I'm smart. <laughs> uh, I forgot to put on Spider-Man. Also, I'd like to apologize for all of the noises coming from upstairs. <laughs> blanket behind us is dampening that a little bit. Yeah, hopefully. We're working on turning this into an actual, like, recording studio kind of space instead of just Aaron's basement. Yeah. What not video game thing are you obsessed with right now, Aaron? Um, I've been watching, well, I actually just caught up with the anime called We Never Learn. Oh. Um, it's current mm. on Hulu right now. 
and it's your it's your basic high school anime harem series. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, kind of problematic, but also you really know, fun to watch. Sometimes the harem is just extra whip topping on your Sunday, and just you know what? Sometimes you just gotta gobble it up. Yeah, sometimes enjoy you do. that sweet whip topping. <laughs> Well, you can still enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. What? <laughs> I get it. I get it. Elsa's just gonna look at her face like, Elsa suddenly is Lainey actually hard. going insane? Should we call someone? Enjoy, enjoy the whip topping while it lasts. <laughs> she's like contemplating yeeting Lainey into Sorry. the computer. Maybe I should have rephrased it. Cringe culture is dead. I will face God and walk backwards into hell. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun though. I like it. And I watch it and I'm like, is this James's life? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> because the main character is really smart, but absolutely clueless to the fact that all of these women just want him so badly. Oh, it does describe James. It does. You know, I've always felt like there was something off about him, and now I think you've helped me put my finger on it. He's trying so hard to be an anime protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not trying. That's the funny thing. It just happens. He just is an anime he protagonist. He did it. He has reached Nirvana me. No, like, honestly, James? if, like, we came over, you know, a few more times and James wasn't here, and I was like, hey, where's James been? We haven't seen him in a while. And you were like, oh, he fell into a portal fantasy. <laughs> he's and in now he's, isekai, he's, guys. he's starring in his own isekai now with, like, a harem of women. I would just be like, ah. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Other than that, still The Mandalorian. And... Oh, yeah. Nice. I forgot about yes. that. Yeah, we finally watched stuff. The Mandalorian. We it, were a little uh, slow on We were really excited, so. though, this, this most recent episode, that it was an hour and a half long, but I don't know why every 30 seconds it had to show the buffering symbol for like a minute yeah it was kind of weird oh. yeah well, our connection it took us an hour and a half to get through the episode because gotcha. it kept buffering every our, 30 our, seconds our, our but Disney we refused to not. stop because it was a really interesting episode. We, live, a good episode we live in utah and people in utah really like disney and yeah. so they've been watching a lot of disney plus so well i'm enjoying Boy. it and i mm. am especially liking how closely it's um, sticking with traditional Western tropes. Yeah. And I didn't expect it to be so episodic because mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's Star Wars. Yeah. But like, it, it is. And I like that about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't know. I've got questions. I'm a little nervous uh, because I feel like they keep mentioning taking off his helmet so often that I'm sure it's now, that now I'm like sure it's going to happen yeah. probably mm -hmm. before the end of this first season. And I wish they wouldn't. I don't really yeah. want like, to. I wish yeah. they would leave it on. <clears throat> I, I, I kind of want his face to just never be revealed. Well, I know what Pedro Pascal looks <laughs> well, I know. like. I mean, I know what he looks like. I'm I not do... sitting here wondering. I can look a, on IMDb. As a writer, I wouldn't be able to resist a storyline where that helmet comes off. But I don't know that I need it yet. I yeah. think that that's something that you could do later. Slow burn. And there's so many ways that you could make the payoff of that so great. And mm -hmm. I'm worried they're just going to rush yeah. through it. Yeah. Right. Gonna, I want it to hurt. Too. I want to like, I want my heart to break when he lifts his mask. Right? If I'm not sobbing on the floor, then they haven't done They've it right. They've done it incorrectly. <laughs> Part of 
me wishes they would have kept Pedro Pascal a secret. So it's like, who's behind the mask? What does he oh, look like? Cool. I probably would have recognized his Master voice, Chief. Yeah. I would have. <laughs> I couldn't. He does an accent in Game of Thrones. So. But he's been in interviews and stuff. And... I don't watch interviews. I'm not a nerd. But his voice is... <laughs> It's so much more gritty. It suddenly it's mysterious. it's such a yeah. It's yeah, a really, really good like voice. Anyway. I'm not in love with the Mandalorian. Let's go. Okay, bye. <laughs> Ouch. She honestly, like, <laughs> there was a bit. All just like there was a okay. bit where you could see his wrist in one episode. <laughs> and lady was just like, oh. <laughs> just I can't help it. I'm a delicate Victorian lady. Which I'm pretty sure we still have our tantalizing <laughs> wrists. Okay, let's keep going. They are tantalizing wrists. <laughs> Quite nice. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so I am currently obsessed with a couple of TV shows. I finished Atlanta finally, and I loved Atlanta, and I wanted more Atlanta, and there isn't more Atlanta. So instead, I started Fleabag because uh, apparently there's some similarities. And now I don't have any more Fleabag because that one was even quicker than Atlanta. (laughs) But I adored them both so much. There is kind of a similar vibe, but um, I would say that Atlanta, it's a bit longer and it's a bit more like exploring different genres. And I, I don't know, I really like it. But I think that I related so deeply to Fleabag and on such a level that I did not expect. And like, I watched it and I cried. And then I thought about it later and I cried some more. Like, it's so good. <laughs> I just love it. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I want to watch Fleabag. Yeah. And I've seen Atlanta. Well, some of it. I need to finish it. Atlanta's great. Yeah. It keeps getting better. Like, each episode is incrementally like getting a little bit better than it was before and it started off at a high point so yeah <laughs> it's pretty great <laughs> so what non-video game thing are you obsessed with right now jensen uh well since i'm still working mrs fields finishing up the season i have time to just listen to podcasts for most of the day so i'm once again obsessed with another podcast and this time it is mother may i sleep with podcast it's molly mcalear and guest and they just talk about Lifetime movies, and I haven't watched any of the Lifetime movies. I can't even recall a single Lifetime movie I've ever seen, but I don't need to have seen it because they're so thorough about these movies, like describing what happens, that I feel like I've seen the movie by the end. Except for in the one episode where Molly was super, super drunk and her friend was just laughing at her the whole time. I have no idea what happened in that movie, (laughs) but it was still an entertaining episode. The first episode I listened to, though, was the one with Karen Kilgariff, where they talked about Flowers in the Attic, which is a book I have not thought about for so many years. (laughs) You never want to think about that book. Oh, goodness gracious. She's Googling it right now. Aaron's Googling the book. Yeah, I don't don't really want to tell you, It's like a hundred years of solitude, but you don't don't want... You don't want to. Google it's so it. bad. It's so bad. Go ahead and read about it. I also have to IMDb Atlanta and Fleabag because I was like, I've never nice. heard of those. You're gonna be horrified. Oh it's gonna be great. Oh but um, <laughs> you're gonna hate it. It's awesome. It was. It's it's really entertaining though because they just they kind of just take down the movies. They they don't like they they do it with love in their hearts because. You can tell they all appreciate Lifetime movies for what they are, which is, you know, pretty silly movies. But (laughs) they have, like, a scale. They'll rate them from, like, whatever the guest's favorite movie is 
to Mother May I Sleep with Danger, which is apparently <laughs> the most lifetimey movie of all time. They've never talked about it, though, so I don't know what it's about. But uh, the name is ridiculous. So it probably has to be the last episode they ever do, don't you think? Yeah. Maybe. But there's so many Lifetime movies, they could just keep going. Yeah, but eventually they might want to move on with their lives. And if that mm. ever happens, they could be saving Mother May I Sleep with Danger for the final Maybe. episode. Yep. I will listen to that final episode. I bet that's what they're doing. And that's kind of brilliant, but also kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's it's very entertaining. I listen to so many episodes of things that I have no idea what they are. And it's really great. But the Flowers in the Attic one was, was especially great. Yeah. That one and then the Fat Like Me one with Kaylee... Kuoko, whatever her name is. What is her name? Kuoko. Kuoko. <laughs> I'm stupid. Kaylee Kuoko. <laughs> I don't even know who Big Kaylee Kuoko is. It's just I knew Kuko or whatever was wrong. And I was like, I bet it's Kuoko. Every time I look at her name, I think of the big chickens you ride in, fan- in Final Fantasy. I also so... think it's because when you first said her name, I was like, wait, Haley Kyoko, lesbian Jesus? No. And then you're... <laughs> I was like, wait, no, that's not right. No. Kaylee Kuoko from Big Bang Theory. She's yeah. in a couple of the Lifetime movies. So. Excellent. Anyway, I talked far too much about wow. it. I'll probably cut right. a part of that. Lainey, what non-video game thing are you obsessed with right well, now? Well, because I've been at work and it's been the busy season and the busy time and the busy season, I've been mostly listening to podcasts. So my the ne- the other thing that I am obsessed with is a new podcast from the McElroys, because it's always the McElroys. But this one is called Sawbones, and it's from Justin McElroy and his wife, Dr. Sydney McElroy. And um, they sort of just go, it's a marital tour of misguided medicine. And they basically just uh, pick a topic in medicine, and then they go through the historical, like, baggage of that topic. So the first episode they did was on trepanation, which was, like, an early form of brain surgery that was uh used for like poor reasons like this person has ghosts in their brain <laughs> we should make a hole let's in their let skull them out. let's let them out and yeah so like there's uh episodes we talked about cataracts and like early surgery with that that one's kind of squeamy so it's not great yeah. i wouldn't start with that one but oh, cataracts are in eyes i kind of oh, weirdly enough that one didn't make me super squeamish, but I know people did get squeamish during that episode. The yeah. one that made me kind of sick was bloodletting. Yeah. Because mm. blood's gross, guys, and I it belongs in your body. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I've been mostly obsessed with. It's really good. It's a comedy podcast, and it's also really fun because um, they started out right before Sydney gets pregnant with, I think, their first child. Um so they kind of go on a pregnancy thing where they talk about lots of pregnancy throughout history. It was neat. Um, and besides that, I've been mostly just obsessed with the video game that I was trying to platinum. So. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And congratulations on that. I know. It was so fun because I all the achievements I had left were for, like, doing all the douchebaggy things. <laughs> so I just made the biggest douchebag that ever douchebagged. But he, I, like, ended up really liking him at the end. I was like, you know, like, he's crappy. And Marius a la carte Hawk was, the, oh like, God. an absolute bastard. But 
he he was just trying to do what he thought was right, you know? And I cried, and he killed his romance interests, so, like, I'm so sad. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> Poor boy. Maybe Thank in another you. world, he and Anders were able to live happily. Thank you, Lane. <laughs> we're proud of you for your first platinum. We're proud of you for your mission call. And we're proud of you for your very cute hair that you need to stop complaining about. Thanks. You're welcome. It's gonna go back to brown before I leave. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's gotta go back! I can't grow it out with bleach. So the last question that we are going to pose to the princesses for tw- the year 2019, for the entire decade, just what games are you looking forward to playing most in 2020, guys? Oh boy. Mm-hmm. The decade? Yeah, it's it's the a end, new decade. It's the end of the decade. That's what that's it's going from nineteen to twenty. I'll explain later. So Aaron <laughs> We're going into a new decade. So Aaron, what are you looking forward to playing the most in twenty twenty? Ooh, I'm looking forward to playing Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing and beautiful. And the Final Fantasy VII remake looks oh my gosh. I wanna just, play that. Wow. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I've never played the original, but I got chills watching the trailer for it. Uh, the most recent one looks, yeah, mm. so good. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, I think false. I'll also play Hellblade: Senua's mm. Sacrifice. Yeah, I don't know. I've always been curious about it. You should play it and get ready for the second one. Hey, hey, yeah. 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 I'm so excited about it. Which I... I called it. <laughs> Immediately after I finished the first game, I turned to Lainey and said, they should make a second one. I bet they'll make a second she one. And she, she was she like... puts pokes in, yes. into my personal <laughs> and she was like, And she was like, they probably won't. I bet this is a contained story. <laughs> look, I'm just saying, it's art. And how often does a good game get a sequel? Or a good game, get a fourth in a series, and we've been waiting for a really long time. <laughs> now she's on the Dragon Age. Okay, moving on. Uh, anyway. The only thing is, isn't it an Xbox exclusive? Not it better not be. Oh, oh good. Hellblade isn't it? No, I mean the second one. Oh, oh I second hope not. One? It I, not I doubt it, because they released um, the first one on PlayStation first, yeah. right? And then they did it, and then they ended up releasing physical copies that you could play on either an Xbox or PlayStation. At least um, that's what I remember. Okay. I think. But it, I, I, it was definitely on PlayStation for the first game, so I'd be really surprised yeah. if they did it as an Xbox exclusive for the second. Mm. But it could be that I just skipped over that part of the article because I didn't care, and I was just excited the game was happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope not. Yeah. Xbox is going to have to do a lot to gain back my trust. Sorry. <laughs> they're going to have to do Fable 4. <laughs> True. They're, they're not another (laughs) terrible spouse simulator oh my gosh guys please make it so in 2020 i (laughs) am looking forward to bayonetta 3 which has been talked about Mm. so uh, yeah dope i'm so excited for that um and also hellblade 2 was the other thing that i'm super stoked for we don't actually know if it's coming out in 2020 they haven't given an actual release date. Oh. They just announced the game and showed the trailer. Okay. And there's some speculation that they might wait to release it on PS5. Ooh. So that's why I don't think it's an Xbox exclusive also. Mm-hmm. Because they might be waiting for Xbox 5. We'll see. Nice. Cool. But I'm super excited for that. Even if it doesn't come out in 2020, I'm still excited for its announcement and its eventuality. But yeah, um, Bayonetta 3 is the one that I'm stoked about that like is supposed to be coming out in 2020 for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sweet. Jessen, what are you looking forward to? Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. 
Obviously. Uh, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I am so excited for that. If I have a job when that game comes out, you know what I mean? Who knows what my life will be like when it comes out. But if I have a job, I'm taking the day off so I can play it. <laughs> I am so excited for Cyberpunk. Um, and then I'm also excited for Vampire the Masquerade 2. But to a slightly lesser degree, I'm really, really stoked for it because I thought that it would never get a sequel. I played the first one and I was like, this is amazing. This is an almost perfect vampire game if it weren't so, like, you know, old. Old. <laughs> old. Because <laughs> I played it like two years ago. So I was like, wow, <laughs> this didn't age super well. <laughs> but I thought it would never get a sequel. And now that I know it, it is, I'm really excited for that. But I'm definitely more excited for Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to be gone for all of 2020 and then half of 2021. (laughs) So when I get back, there will be lots of new video games and stuff. And I'm really, really, really hoping I'm I'm holding out hope. I'm wishing on a star that when I get back. Wishing on a star. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm hoping that when I get back halfway through 2021 close to my birthday, close, um, that I will have a Dragon Age 4 waiting for me. And if it's not, I'll be really sad. So if it's not, then yeah, Cyberpunk will be fine, I guess. It's fine. I, I just, Dragon Age 4 should be out. We got a teaser literally a year ago and we still haven't had anything from the... Sorry, lady. <laughs> uh, that's At least I, I can be gone and I won't be in it. Yeah. You know? Hey, you know, I thought there would never be another Thief game, but there was. Was. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And now there will never be another Which <laughs> 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 is really sad. Because everyone sucks and they're like, it's such a bad game. It's like, okay, it, it only takes awesome. the classics and combines it with new gameplay. But okay, yeah, you're right. It's I, the worst. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I, would, I thought I'm it was sorry, fun. Well, and I like, shouldn't have reminded I you. I more of the Thief games. <laughs> I liked the level and a half that I played. It's really fun. Yeah. People are just dumb. People yeah. are dumb. Look, this is, if there's anything that we've learned being uh, fans of video games, People are dumb. That's what I've learned. That's what we learned? That's what I've learned from video games is that people are dumb. I've learned Bye. that I can escape from people <laughs> by playing video games. Oh, yeah. And you don't have to do drugs or alcohol to escape. You can also play video games. Yes. Or, Thanks, or Dare. <laughs> Dare. Thanks, McGrath. Dare to not do drugs and instead play video games because you are going to need an escape from this hellscape we call life. Okay, bye. We're she, not saying goodbye. <laughs> she keeps wanting to end it on her line, but they keep being stupid. I'm sorry, I always end everything I say with K bye because I want it to be like my drop the mic moment, but I never have a drop the mic moment because I'm not very funny. That's not the problem. You're the problem! <laughs> You're well. You're very funny. It's just the way you're funny. <laughs> yeah. 
do we want to do New Year's re resolution games, and do we want to like figure them out now, or do we want to figure them out next? I think we I don't know if I'm like in the interim our New Year's episode where um, we do our Would You Rather. Yeah. Okay, we yeah. can also do our New Year's resolution games then. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Lainey doesn't <laughs> probably need be one because she's sleeping in the dark. My New Year's resolution game is the game of Jesus Christ. Goodbye. <laughs> no. They're Stop ending everything you said. actually making that game. It looks so sweet. Wait, what? what? There's yeah. a game called Jesus yeah. where you play as Jesus. It looks really and bad. You oh, perform no. miracles, and I'm just like, that is that so disrespectful. That sounds like it will be incredibly sacrilegious. Yeah. <laughs> and not be like Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. Oh, no. I hate that story. No, Kirk Cameron. The real point of wrong. Christmas isn't the stuff. <laughs> Did you learn nothing from every Christmas movie? It looks pretty upsetting. <laughs> like to end this episode, our season finale. <gasps> season finale, you guys, season, we made it. guys, we've got like 20 listeners. I honestly didn't know. I didn't think I'd live this long. <laughs> and so. it's, slightly, it's slightly longer than like, you know, a season would typically yeah. be because we kind of <laughs> more than a year didn't think about that yeah. so you know what? it's okay um anyway but just want to thank everyone especially my amazing husband zach i don't want to be super cheesy but he like always sets up the recording stuff for us and he has written us a theme song yes that will premiere for our first episode for season two coming next month so. I'm so stoked you did that. Yeah. I know, it's so it's good. real good, you guys. I love I'm so it. Excited. It's so good. Go and like it. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Princess in Pod. Send us any feedback you have or questions. We also have an email address, Princess and Another Podcast at gmail.com. Um, feel free to send us comments there as well or any episode ideas, really. We're, we'd be open to anything. Great review, subscribe, like, share, comment, all that fun stuff. Your princess isn't in this podcast, but maybe she'll be in a podcast in the next decade. We'll see.